0: Pretty young man
1: Welcome to another episode of The Art of Chisme. I'm Selena. I have my co-host, Daniel, here, yo. and our special guest, our returning guest, Christian Robles.
2: Yo, yo, what's up? Good to be back. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's way better, Hey, bro. guys. <laughs> Come on. What up, you guys?
1: Yeah, you yeah, sounding a little dry. Listen,
2: I'm yeah. not as professional as you guys, man.
1: You ha- know what? We should give ourselves the credit. We're Happy Saturday, guys.
3: Out. Happy Saturday. It's a good Saturday. Happy Saturday. Yeah, it's a beautiful day out there. Good Saturday. sure is fucking
1: yeah we had a well, very intense is it cold out there Saturday.
3: Is, it, is it really cold out there right
1: okay. now are you
3: serious no no right. i'm saying for you guys
2: brick. yeah it's brick like i had to make a run to the store this morning and you already know mornings are just usually always colder to begin with and then you had like this really strong wind
0: mm-hmm.
2: i was like i didn't even want to smoke a cigarette bro like i didn't even bother i just got right in the car and just <laughs> sat and shivered was yeah. it, it like was 36 cold, or something what is it, 36? Yes, it is
1: 36 right now. At Did the time
2: just... I left, it was probably lower. Right now, it's about 36. Uh, over here is 63.
1: But when el viento, el viento se siente, it makes it feel a lot more colder, obviously. True, true. That's usually you the got case. got wind
3: chill factor.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Feels like it's hitting but, your face. And a little slap in the face when you come out and shit. <laughs> like, oh, shit, wakey, wakey. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's,
2: only, that's probably one of the only things I'm grateful for wearing a face mask. Is that the face oh, mask? Oh yeah, is yeah you're right, you're right, It's not bad in the cold. There in the summer, it sucked because you were already sweating and you had like a hot breath. You yeah. don't even like smelling your mask, own like, breath.
3: Right, it's not. Oh yeah, that's. Oh, that's mean. horrible. The dra- the dragon breath, bro. Shh. Straight. I was telling her. I was telling her the story uh from yesterday. One of my coworkers. She got um a little too close to me and shit, right? But she never wears her mask, like, you know, like completely. So she was talking yeah. to me and I joking around and I said, I was like, hey, your titties on my elbow, right? And um, it's a safe space, bro, because I can talk to her like that, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah, dope. And then she's and she she started talking to me, and I turned a little bit and I just it just hit me, bro, like hard. Jeez. Her breath was bad, bro. Straight ass, yeah. bro. I was like, that mask wore like
0: an exhaust
3: vent. It just <laughs> all came out at you. It was bad, bro. I was like, yo. And I went like this. Like, I, I wanted to go like inside go like, this. you know what I mean? It was that bad, bro. <laughs> you know what?
1: And tell Chris what you did next.
3: No, did I was next. a gentleman. Fun, I didn't say huh? shit. I didn't say shit. A gentleman. But, a gentleman. So I went. What? So, right? There's a lunch truck. So oh. I went over there to lunch truck and fucking, I, I bought some gum. So I got some gum and I put one in my mouth and I said, "Do you want one?" And she thinks that's rude. How is that rude, bro? No,
1: no, no. Because
2: your you coworker have... thought it was rude, or she no, thought it was rude. I she thought it was rude
1: because instead of telling her he was offering a gum and she didn't accept it. Remember that? No, and so I said, said, "Are you, you sure?" It's
2: because I said, "Are you sure?" You see what I mean? That's not pushy, though.
1: That's not pushing. That's just making sure. Because
2: you know some people, well. some people are prideful. They're okay, like, no, like, I don't want to take yo, anything
3: from you. but yo. no, like, how you was that bad? Honest, I took like, the time yeah. to go buy some gum. I didn't need gum. I spent money that. so not to make her feel bad. I spend money so I don't have to make her feel bad. Listen, there's no
2: like correct way to tell people their breath stinks. Like, come on. Like, if you said straight up, like, listen, you need this gum. I got it for <laughs> you. Like, that's rude as fuck. Offering it,
1: you know what, what I mean. It's it like for her, though. He he, literally, that was his goal. Like, get the gum, give it to her, resolve the problem. And you but... know why?
3: You know why I actually gave her the gum? Because I was grateful that she put her teeth on my I'm fucking with you. The joke was a joke, <laughs> was
2: a joke, was a joke but um... that was funny. That was funny.
0: It was funny. It wasn't um, even
3: about. Thank it, you though. for the teeth. Um, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> um, but meeting? uh <laughs> No, but no, I, I was like, there's no, there's it. no way how you say things without making them feel bad. It's worse if I tell her, hey, your breath stinks, son. Like, you know, I can't yeah, say but that.
1: But the outcome was different. <laughs> you expected her to take it right away, but you, but she didn't.
3: No, nah, You're saying this? And all girls you, want honesty? No, let's let's step into not this not part little, part. bro. Girls want okay. honesty, but they can't handle honesty. They don't want honesty.
1: But you just said earlier that you guys have a way of talking to each other. So why were you not comfortable? But that's different, to tell though. Her that's her different.
3: But that's a different. That's a different realm, though.
1: And then let tell us what happened next when she came around and was like, "Yo, bro, you could have just told me my breast things. Yeah. You know. But after somebody else told her.
3: Somebody else told like, ah, her her ah, breast ah, things.
0: <laughs> That's classic.
3: <laughs> that's hilarious. I was like, yeah. "What'd you say?" I was like, um, I, I just went like, me no sabe. <laughs> you said, I, I, I don't know. I mean, no sabe. About some gum and... I mean, no, you I would have said, somebody's
2: like, why didn't you say my breast stinks? Yeah. I'd have been like, I, I just wanted to be polite about it. Like, yeah. I didn't want to tell you. No, I didn't say nothing. Bro, I was a
3: bitch. I didn't say, I wasn't honest. I was just like, nah, you're oh, not going to commit me to admit that your breast stinks, bro. You needed the <laughs> gum and the gum needed you. How about that? <laughs> it was an equivalent exchange yeah yeah yeah. i was like but there's no No alter your motive but you know like for everybody out there it's like what would you do everybody thinks they'll be honest but we're not really honest when somebody's breath stinks and shit i mean it it depends
2: on your level of comfort with the person you know what i mean like obviously it's one of my homies or this one
3: Clearly, like, like, yo, your breath is kicking. Like, you yeah. need to do
0: something about
3: that.
1: Uh, he'll tell me, or <laughs> You
3: should have just told me that you didn't Dude. want me to get close to you. God damn, right?
2: Yeah, something be like, like that. that. You know what I mean? Like, but if it's not if it's somebody you don't know and you're not gonna like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's like a coming and going kind of thing, like, yeah. I'm not gonna see this person for much. I'm not gonna talk to him much. But their breath stinks. Is like whatever. Like, who cares? It's their breath. But if you have to like be
3: close to them and like, you have know, I mean, to be somewhat intimate with them. Like, yeah, yeah. you know you're gonna. But the hardest yeah, thing, if you're not dating this person or you're not seeing this person like that, the hardest thing to say is your breath stinks to a chick. That's the hardest one, I think.
2: Don't you think? Can't say I've ever had the pleasure of having to say that. So even if if stinks, it's too hard to say. I'm brutally honest sometimes, man. Yeah, so I mean, like, I, some I sometimes time. I'll just do it like without thinking. You know what I mean? Like I might just be like, oh, like what is that? You know what I mean? Oh, Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Kind what of you, put that person in a position to be eat? like, oh, my breast stinks or something. But
1: I appreciate, you know, a person like me would appreciate that, you know? Oh, okay. Nah, Honestly, it,
3: it took time. If you, if you, if you, time? if when you come to California, your breast stinks, I was like, damn, bro, did you eat a zombie or what? I was like, ah, damn. I was like, nah, something like that? Nah. Something like that? You know, funny, enough, actually, I learned a long time ago, like how
2: to keep your toothbrush clean. So I get kind of annoyed with Selena because I don't leave my toothbrush in the bathroom anymore. Oh, <laughs> I, I heard something, really something nice about that. Yeah, and like if you want to clean it, you can like put it in like a cup of baking soda and like water or like mouthwash. So like every once in a while, like I'll clean my toothbrush, but I never keep it in the bathroom. Like I won't even
3: use the bathroom and have my toothbrush in there at the same time. I'm really anal about that. Somebody told me about that. That is so so many germs inside the bathroom that you're literally yeah, germs Yeah, and I mean,
2: you let like, your toothbrush sit in there, like you're washing, like you're brushing your teeth with germs. You know I mean like think of how many times you use the bathroom and how long. You know what I mean? Like germs stay like in the on the walls in the air. In the air like every time you flush, and like you're literally leaving it there day and
3: night. Yep. I like, put it in this little two. So I put my toothbrush in a tube, inside and shit. And you keep it in the cabinet. And keep it in my cabinet. And and you just keep it on the counter. No, in the cabinet.
0: Yeah. But it's still, it still way.
3: not, it's not, it's not the safest place to leave yeah. it though. Mm. No.
1: Well, I will, I will work on that to so let you guys know um my brother doesn't goes- do that
3: he has a little kit that he opens up and he takes it like to his room so he has a little kit that he opens up and all his shit is right there like shaving shit. that's mad discipline do you know i just keep it in like my pen case on my desk no that fool has like a little like a little baggy thing you know but he's he's an army dude so everything's oh, okay, like yeah. in a little bag so every time he goes to that? the bathroom like he has a little bag one with the, the thing for shaving and the, his mouthwash and his toothbrush. And another one has a little baggie with all the shit that he takes a shower with. So when he goes to the bathroom, he has the little baggies and shit. That he- <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Discipline.
1: Exactly. Clean. But let's talk about the topic of today's episode. What which- is the topic of the day? The topic? Well, what is it? What is it? <gasps> it's the compound effect book, actually. Oh, so-
4: my favorite.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, as of recently, Daniel has put me on, but Christian in the past has put me on the book too. But I didn't pay much attention to him or the book. But I finally took the chance and didn't read it. But I actually heard, um, I used an audiobook to actually um, read the book because I'm just a really slow reader and it works best for me. This kind of method works best for me—an audiobook, right? So I actually took—I read it all before the podcast. I mean, before the episode. And yeah, I just felt like it would be a great topic to kind of jump on to, especially during like now that we're in the new year and I feel like it mm. really relates to like, you know, people's goals and resolutions. So here we go. Let's start this. Let's start it. Okay. So from what I got out of this book was small changes can create big impacts. Mm. That was kind of like the main, like, main idea that I got out of this book and So I actually have been trying to implicate that kind of concept into my own lifestyle as of lately, making small changes and not expecting, um, I guess, a radical difference right away. Um, Just kind of being patient with the process in itself. And I don't know, I really felt like this book was quite meant for me to read now, especially now that I'm in a better or not better mindset necessarily, but in a mindset where I wanna discipline myself a little better and make um, just better choices in my life and really reinforce my bad habits or any, anything that's holding me back, honestly. Okay. What do, what do you guys think about the book?
2: I mean, I wholeheartedly agree. I I think for you especially, it couldn't have come at a better time and it couldn't have been a better reminder for me because um, we talked about this on Daniel and Justin's podcast. So the moment he said like this book, this book, and I already know it's like, all right, it's either one of like six books that I've already read. Once he said the compound effect, I was like, damn, like things really do align themselves and they happen when they need to. So even though, you know, I did tell Selena about this book probably close to two years ago. um, (laughs) No, you know, I would say we're probably pushing like a year and a half at most, but you know what I mean? Like at the time she wasn't receiving it because like, she just wasn't there for it. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't her time to pay attention to it, but now that things have shifted, and you know, what I mean, like things are actually starting to happen, and it's time to start planning out things. It's like, it's just time for a change. In short, it's time for a change, and you know, I appreciate you sending her the book. because yeah. I think that really helped her. You know, what I mean, like it really That's helped her like... get into it, and she's like so excited. She's been telling me about it like every day. Like, oh, I read this and that and this and that. And I was like, yeah, it's an exciting ass book. Like I read it twice and. You know what I mean? Like I, you always read something new, rereading it. Like, yeah,
3: there's something that. Yeah. You know, so, what it, about you? Um, I read it four years ago, but it, I used some of the exercises. Not everything. Some of the exercises I kind of lost track of. Um, oh yeah. But I used uh, some of the exercises, and uh, it something that puts a lot of value in you. You're supposed to share, right? So Definitely. I, um, right. I thought it was the perfect time to share it with her because she was talking about making new changes and shit like that. I was like, "Dude, this is the perfect book for you." Right. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. But you know, it, it, that book teaches you about the small changes and shit. You know, the little small things that you could do. They're simple, mm-hmm. and that's what is the company thing about The little small changes, yeah. the smart small, uh, smart small changes that you do in your life and shit. Yeah. I agree. The other thing is like. It's not anything
2: we don't already know, yeah. But it's like it changes. Were you gonna say that? I was.
1: I was just about to say that. But it's yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, because like she she
2: agreed to me. Like when she was like, I feel like I already know most of this stuff, and I was like, we all do, but it's more like the perspective and obviously like the visualization that really helps like put it into perspective because like I was asking her if she got to the part with the um, with three airplanes leaving from. L.A. or something like that when he was saying he's like, you know, three flights take off from L.A. One of them is like a little more to like, you know, whatever, like an inch to the left. The other one's an inch to the right. The other one's like on a straight flight to New York. He's like they're all going at the same direction in the same speed or something like that. But they're all off by like one inch. So they end up in completely different places. Like one inch makes like thousands of miles of difference between these planes you know what i mean and that really helps because people can be like oh yeah like i know about that already i know it's like yeah but do you know the actual effect per mm-hmm. se you know what i mean yeah
1: and not only that i have i actually i felt so motivated by this book that i actually did share with a couple of people and i did get some responses um one person said oh it sounds kind of hard and i'm just like hard how can a small change be that hard honestly you know we have so we we spend our time um you know, Instagramming, watching movies, you know, we make time for that, but can't even make time to make a small change. I think it's just ridiculous. Um, I think people because... think they're going to
3: have to make drastic changes. Exactly. It's not, it's not and about that's not it. about that. It's exactly. About and I mean, that's, that's,
1: stress- that's stressful, honestly. Like making a big change can be stressful and it's going to be hard to be consistent about it. And that's like one of the things that they also mentioned in the book is like if it's so dramatic or such a big like change, you're not gonna stick with it. You're no. not going to. It's right. gonna it's gonna hit you at one point. And so, just small changes is enough to make a difference for sure. And yeah, I definitely feel like the exercises have been really helpful too. Just actually jotting down exactly what you want to change, and um, what do you expect, and you know what are your excuses, and how can you change those excuses. And what are you, ha, what have you accomplished in your past that you're so proud of, you know? And so it's been really just reminding you um, of the little things and just being aware and mm. changing your mindset and perspective on things and sharing this success with others, you know? And I hope, hopefully, I don't know, I sent it to maybe about five people. We'll see where that goes for them, honestly. I want to share the. I want to share their perspective if they ever actually followed through and yeah.
2: You know, not to take away from her friend who said it's hard, like not that it's easy. Um, but one, you have to be open to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you want to lose weight, like you don't have to do what some people do. Like they purge their kitchen. They throw like every single unhealthy thing in there. You know what I mean? Like they start fresh. You know what I mean? Like you could just start by limiting yeah. one unhealthy snack. You know what I mean? A day for a week and then go to two unhealthy snacks a day for a week. And then before you know it, you're all out of snacks and you don't even crave it anymore because you're not used to eating it as much. You know what I mean? So like I would say like the conviction of the person that wants to change is the strongest part. Because you can read these books a thousand times. But if you yourself like don't want to make that sacrifice because it's too hard, then you're going to feel the repercussions that are stated in the book. If you're on the opposite end and you think like you know what I mean it might be hard but it's worth it, then you're gonna feel the other side of the book. Like you know what I mean, like one way or another it's going to affect you. That's true. That's actually a line in
3: the book too. Yeah.
2: That's a that's, that's a great line. He's like the compound effect works either way, either
3: against you or for you. It's your choice. Exactly. The the so, bad change you know I mean? like, the bad changes, the you know, the 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 bad um the the bad ideas, everything, everything, everything's right. like what will be compound
2: oh this book gets me so excited but like i don't (laughs) want to give the whole thing away because like i swear like i almost know this book like front to back and one place i faltered was um with the the exercises i never did the exercises
1: oh yeah i always just skipped
2: them i just read the chapter i was like okay i'll do this later and i didn't and i just kept reading and reading you know i'll probably do it now the third
3: time i'm coming around to Mm -hmm. the book um have you made a list either of you
1: i did i actually did um I would say three exercises out of the six. Um, So I wrote down a lot of information and it really got me thinking um, a lot of the people around me too. There was this one exercise that really kind of... But did you
3: make a a list of uh, the bad ones and the good ones?
1: Yes. Yes, I did. I wrote... Yeah. Well, for me, um, the list that I have right now is the excuses list and how I can turn those excuses into... Um, to turn it around, to actions, basically. Yeah, turn those excuses around. So I did that, and I felt like the one that really kind of hit me the most was um, in, the, in the book he mentioned um, relationships, you know, how sometimes mm-hmm. we kind of fall out of it or kind of get lost, and we tend to kind of blame the other person or, you know, blame the things, whatever, you know, we kind of point the finger at people or things, right? Yeah. So it really got me thinking, you know, I want to build a relationship with my parents. And for the longest I've been saying that, and I know Christian has been pushing me to do it, but I always kind of like push it away because I didn't know how to approach it. You know, I'm like, do I hang out with them at least a day out of my week? How do I go about it? Right. And I felt like that was just too much for me at the moment. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So what I did was list i i wrote down exactly like what i'm grateful about like what's great like what i find so grateful about these people in my life and how i can be there for them and i started with something small i'm like you know what i'm gonna call them every day once a day is something you know Mm -hmm. it is something small change and it's not big it doesn't take much out of my day and i can do it while i'm driving while i'm out you know during my break at work You know, it's something so small, but I can see a difference already where my dad is like, I'm really happy you're calling me, you know, and it makes me feel really good that they're happy to hear about me. And, and it just already, you know what I mean? Like I can already see the, you know, the effect of this small change and I can't wait to see where, you know, like where it goes, you know, I want to then spend more time physically with them, but because of the virus, um, a phone call is enough you know okay so that's that's my little
3: rant (laughs) what do you get from the book man um there's a lot of value in that book It's, it's hard to put it like in perspective but um this this uh mostly like uh stop uh using excuses and shit like stop putting like uh obstacles of those excuses in your way and shit you know like right right um but uh i i do i i do make a list now of the things that i spend on and
2: oh, yeah, the little notebook, right? Yeah, oh, but yeah, I, you
3: know what I do? Right? Then I put the notes on my screensaver. Because really? one thing is making a note of it, but it's not visible, right? You don't okay. see it. So when you, every time, this is your device is always with you. So if this is your screensaver and you see what you're spending the money on and you look at it, it's like, oh, shit, yeah, maybe I can't do that today. Yeah. Right? But, um, That's dope. I, I stopped uh, actually um, buying uh, coffee. Um, now I actually because I have a coffee machine. I was like, what the fuck am I paying for coffee? And it sucks, by the way, when I buy it outside. It sucks. It's not the same shit. And because yeah. I'm really particular where'd you, where'd you about from, coffee. Where do you get it from? Where do you get it from? Huh? Like Dunkin' Donuts? The, the, or? The, nah, the donut shop, and they their coffee is shit. Every t- if you see a glass a glass uh, thing of for coffee, that means their coffee sucks, boss right a glass the, thing for the, you know the the, glass the, glass the little glass um, um
1: oh okay
3: the the pot the pot oh every time you yeah. see the glass um, one don't buy the coffee because it's going to suck are those no good no i think it's because they, well,
0: because they
4: usually those kind of places right
3: they 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 put like the cheapest coffee on the coffee machine the yeah. cheaper the cheaper of the coffee the coffee machine the cheaper of the coffee you're going to get if you see the co- the coffee machine and you look at it, it was like mm. that looks like i could buy it Right then it was like okay then I shouldn't buy that coffee, it's gonna suck. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that's know? funny. I like that. said like, if right. it looks like I can buy it, I'm not touching it. Honestly, <laughs> I like
1: that. with coffee usually I know what you're talking about because I've seen those too. You know I've what seen what that mean? At a diner, I'm just like, yep, that coffee. coffee's gonna suck. Yeah. You know what it is? They let us sit there también. Oh yeah. They don't yeah. really. It's not usually fresh, and um, but I totally do agree. We actually make our own coffee.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, <clears> and. It took us, it took us what? Well, we used to work at coffee shops. So we kind of got the, you the, know, we're like- The okay, measurements? Yeah. But like, we kind of know how to do this ourselves. So why mm. not just do it? So we have, you know, a French press, a pour over, an espresso, um, a lot of these yeah. coffee maker things. So- Oh, shit. But going on? With but you? no, actually,
2: no, I mean, you're that's 100% like kudos to you because I- like a long time ago, I decided like, all right, I'm not going to pay like for a coffee every day. You know what I mean? And Selena actually got me like a little thermos and yeah, like I'd make my coffee in the morning. One, it was kind of helpful because it's like you had something to do in the morning, like make your coffee Mm -hmm. and then like on your commute, it's like, you don't have to stop anywhere or do anything or spend any extra money because you literally have like your coffee and like, it's just so convenient. And like, even that in relation to the compound effect, like that's such a small change. You know what I mean? Like just having one cup of coffee in the morning that you made on your own versus having to wait in line at Starbucks or having to order while you're driving on an app so you can pick it up. Like, I mean, like it's just done. And -hmm. now you can like free up that little bit of space in your mind and your morning mind to whatever, listen to podcasts or be like proactive in another task. Like it's, it's cool, bro. Like it's just a lot of little things that are overlooked that people don't even realize um, even, like, I'm trying to, like, cut more sugar out of my diet. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm done buying, like, juices, like, you know, like, orange juices and apple juices and stuff. Like, I'm trying to make, like, my own, like, fresh pressed juice. Oh, that's dope. I think that in itself, like, allows me to be more creative. It allows my mind to work more in the morning. And I don't have to fucking spend money on garbage. That's not good for
3: me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you know uh, another change that I made with talking about sugar. Um, instead of having a Coke every day, I have a Coke every other day.
0: You know what I mean? Because
3: I I try to quit, uh, like, just quit the fucking Coke. And I do it for, like, a couple of months, and then I go back. And I start drinking a lot because I missed it. You know what I mean? But now I'm sticking to that, right? I actually uh, stuck to that. I just started, actually, like, two weeks ago. All right, right, I'm just going to have it every other day. But now I don't crave it every day because now my brain has a habit. I was like, oh, I had it yesterday. I don't have it today. It's like by you the time I mean?
2: your Coke craving comes back, it's already the next day and you can have one anyways. Yeah. You get what I'm saying?
3: But now, so like, like every week, like, mm-hmm. every week I want to make a change. So mm-hmm. next week, I'll do it every two days. Powerful. And then maybe by the end, I'll, I'll be successful and actually quit the Coke.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Right? And maybe have it once, okay. in mm-hmm. once in a while. Once in a while. Once in a blue moon, just have one just for pleasure and shit. Fair. Mm-hmm. Right. You know,
2: going backtracking to your whole, uh, your comment earlier about self-sabotage. Um, yeah, I mean that, that speaks volumes. Cause in, in a way, like we do lie to ourselves and we do instill like our own limiting beliefs. So we don't have to do anything like uncomfortable or like, that's too hard. That's too difficult. Like a while back ago, my one regiment was, I didn't eat sweets throughout the week, like Monday through Friday, you know? And it was going good. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the first three days, I was like a fiend, bro. I was a crackhead. I was like, sugar. Like, you know, I mean, like, I was freaking Now, bro. Like, I was so, like, cranky. Like, I felt like I was going to fall asleep standing up while walking. Like, it was horrible. Um, but it got better. And as the more comfortable I got, there was, like, one Friday night. And it was, like, maybe 10 o'clock at night. And I was like, damn. Like, it's not really the weekend yet because it's still Friday.
0: <laughs>
2: and I was like, you know what? But I've been good for, like, you know, three weeks. I could let this one day slide, and then boom. Just like that, my good habit was gone.
3: Yep. Oh,
2: shit. And, like, I sabotaged myself into doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to make excuses, or... You know what I mean? Like, I just... I'm not going to believe my own bullshit. Like, I just didn't stick to my regimen. And because I allowed that limiting thought to get into my
3: mind, I fell completely out of it.
1: I'm a witness. I was
3: there. She's a witness. (laughs) You know what I mean? But sometimes we do that to ourselves, right? Talking about that. It's like, oh, Mm -hmm. I fell. And then you're like, oh, I fell so fucking... Uh, I'll just keep doing it. Right? Instead of if you we catch yourself, sometimes if you catch yourself, you're still like could just stop again. It was like, Oh shit, I did it too many times, I'm gonna stop again. But sometimes you mm-hmm. you tell yourself it's like I fail. Oh fuck it. Next time.
1: Awareness yeah. is key. Holding yourself accountable like is big, dude. I think that's mm-hmm. one of the most important keys to just being successful. The number yeah. one, if anything, is awareness because if you're aware, you can obviously make that change. Admitting is you the know? first step. I thought,
3: oh, yeah. Okay. Another one that I cut oh, you know what what saying? off. Like, I if said, you don't admit it to yourself, or you're not. Sorry. Yeah. No, I said I, another one uh, that I cut off was Skittles. I'm in love with Skittles, right? Ah, uh, man. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I'm really saying? Alright, so yeah. the last time I had Skittles was two months ago. And I treated mm-hmm. myself to some Skittles today yeah <laughs> but oh my god uh-huh. i ate like maybe like a little bit of it but now like i'm overwhelmed by it and i don't want anymore
2: wow that same thing happened to me the other day when i was trying to eat like some some starburst or something like that
3: like when yeah I you know what i me mean down, I was
2: gonna peel that bag and then all out of nowhere i was like i can't even finish this and it wasn't even like more than half done how did i finish you know this I mean? shit like right away before i don't get yo, it yo skittles skittle sponsor the art of cheese man
1: <laughs> i know right cheese. it
3: was like i do eat it a lot you know?
1: i have to sometimes like remind Chris Get the rainbow too. i think i think what's really cool is about being in a relationship is like we help each other you know and
2: don't so, fall for it, danielle there's oh nothing cool God, about being in a no, relationship but I,
1: I do believe i'm a little bit more i'm not gonna lie i feel like i am I'm a little kidding. bit more disciplined when it comes to foods for sure um that's, i actually cut one. off pork out of i cut off pork out of my diet completely every once in a block my mom always gets me my mom I don't know why for some reason I tell her I don't eat pork and she keeps questioning me why and then she'll put it in my food without me knowing and I'll end up eating it by accident
0: yeah
1: she does that a lot but whatever right but I cut off pork completely I cut off ginger ale as of like last week cut off what else
3: ginger ale huh Um, yeah you did cut off ginger ale
1: I did and i'm very more disciplined and every Can I ask now and then why
3: do you call it, uh ginger ale
1: because i always sugar? had to have it and it's a lot of sugar and i barely drink water honestly that's i barely drink a glass a day honestly like it's that's bad bro yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's really bad so i'm just like okay whenever i have a dinner i, I always i always had a ginger ale but now i'm like I, i'll have my lemongrass tea or a, you know my coffee It's which isn't any better necessarily, but, um, a coffee or just water. And, you know, sometimes I remember Chris, when we'd go out to stores, he'd be like, Oh man, this candy bag is on sale. And that's how they get you too. you know, you see a great sale and you don't want to miss it out. You don't, you don't want to miss out on it. Right. Mm-hmm. So when it came to candy, <laughs> Chris, it would come up to me like, can we get this? I'm like, no, you don't need this much candy. First of all. I mean, I got and, it
2: anyways. Cause like, <sighs> Cause, Cause I'm the fucking man. You know oh what I mean? Like goodness. nobody tells me I can't eat a big five pound bag of sour patches. By the way, oh, I, it took me like two months to finish that thing. That I'm not going
1: gonna... to. <laughs> no, but honestly though, I tell Chris, I'm like, who's going to eat it besides you? Just you. So five pounds of candy. Just think about it. Sounds that. good to me. Oh my God. All Christian. to myself.
2: No, I'm joking. I'm joking. It, it was, yeah, it was one of my, my few slip ups. Um, But oh, yeah. listen, bringing it back to, bring it back full circle. is like the awareness I would say is like critical. Yeah. Because, like, once you're aware, whether you, um, like, feed into it or make a change, like, you're just going to know. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, believing your own bullshit. Like, yeah. I'm very aware of, like, all the unhealthy things I do. And there's no excuse for it because I'm aware of it. So, it's, like, whether I stop smoking or stop eating so much sugar or whether I continue to eat sugar, the point is, like, that seed is already in my mind. Like yeah, it's already yeah. been brought to light. So I can't put it back in the dark and just ignore it. Like, that's one of the biggest things I would say to change. It's just being aware of it. Cause once you're aware of it, it's going to affect you. Cause you're like, you already know or it's conscious now. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I really appreciate the formula that they actually offered in chapter one, which was small, small, smart choices, plus consistency, plus time, equal radical difference.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and I think it's just really good to kind of remind yourself that um, <clears throat> it doesn't really take much, honestly, to make that big impact or those changes. Um, and I really appreciate the, like the examples that they also had. And um, going back to the exercises, those really kind of get you thinking or like really like pick out your mind to really think about the good and bad things about yourself.
3: Mm-hmm. And,
1: you know, I wrote a lot, honestly, and I, um,
3: you sharing the book to other people is wonderful, but, um, yes. but maybe um, maybe they need to hear what value you got from it to actually believe huh. it.
1: You know, because sometimes right. you, I can, could, you, could, you can you yeah. can s- it's
3: like sending a a post from Instagram and shit to somebody shit it has no value until it actually it has value to you. They won't hmm. believe it until you actually share something about that book that changed something in you. And then maybe that person will be open if you're willing to do that for that person
1: mm-hmm. right? And right I have that for I have done that a little bit for one person I haven't done that for all the, the other people but I did kind of push one of my family members to read it and talk about it you, sh- you shouldn't after. push
3: anybody to do anything but... well not
1: push but like oh. I was just because we were suggesting books and okay. so I picked up this book and I also told her you can there's an audio version of it so if anything if you want to do this, um we can talk about each chapter whenever you're done with each chapter we can talk about it and she was all about it you know she's like i want to start like a little book club of like you know us talking about the books we read you know and really kind of use what we learn from it and and share that information you know so i think it's quite motivating to
3: hey you should tell them don't bring harry potter book to the fucking to the book club bro (laughs) (laughs) no
1: they actually um
3: Read something that has value in your life and it's kind to great. life. Harry Potter, Harry Potter, would low
2: key be having gems though. You think? I don't know. I never read them. I just want to say that.
0: You think? <laughs>
1: you no, know, yeah. This, this family member was actually Fernanda. And then she um, also recommended me a book that she found very helpful. So it's just really good to kind of talk about these um, readings to others and really see what they might offer you as well. And um, she offered me Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I'm currently like listening to that on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And it's also quite, you know, just what's it called? A lot of it is perspective for that book, I feel like it's a lot of just seeing different perspectives of certain scenarios or different scenarios. But let me show you. Yeah. Keep
3: talking. Did, let me yeah. show your book. Did you. Read, come on, come on. Did you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Yeah. Let me show nice. you a book. Keep talking. Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead.
1: So, I mean, Christian. So, yeah, that's the uh <laughs> that's the compound
2: effect by Darren Hardy. Yes. Um, yes.
1: um
2: he's a very well-known like motivational speaker and writer, obviously like very successful. Um so I would say the biggest point, especially when you and me will talk about like the people that we keep around us mm. and how come like a lot of the times we don't really like to have conversations with too many people is because there's like nothing of value to say and half the time people just want to talk about themselves. So I would say like reading that book with an open mind also kind of shows like where you're willing to take advice from. True. And Danielle made a really good point because like I could show this book to a thousand people on the street right now, but if I don't bring anything of value that says my, you know, this book changed my life because I cut out sugar last month and I lost like 10 pounds from it already. You know what I mean? Like people are just gonna be like, okay, this guy's just recommending me a book. Like what's what's Mm -hmm. the pitch for it, you know what I mean? You gotta come correct. Mm -hmm. And you got to know, like, who you're coming at because some people won't receive it the same way.
1: That's true. I didn't really think much of it like that. But, yeah, Danielle, you have a good point on, like, really sharing those experiences. You know, people want to relate or want to really hear that it works, you know. Going to that same
3: author that you guys read uh, about, Robert mm Kiyosaki. Have you read this one from him? The business nope.
1: of the twenty-first century. Send it right over. <laughs> that's, that's,
3: that's my guy right there, bro. I love that guy right there.
2: He's dope, bro. This He's one, dope.
3: this one will fucking make a like some impact into you, bro. I'm telling you. Business of the twenty first century.
1: Gotcha. I'm digging it. Okay. All right, this guy? Um we can look for the audio book I mean hold on. Sure. This one. Pros
2: prosumer power okay this guy wealth being smarter hold on it's kind of a glare not cheaper and referring others to do the same okay consumers spend money producers make money prosumers can do both interesting take see interesting yeah
3: uh this one was kind of like all right but it's cool this guy who
2: who stole the american dream Two.
3: This one's good, bro.
2: My Burke Hedges. Okay. I sent a
3: picture of all these many books that I have. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. And this, this one, this one is sick too, bro.
1: Leadership.
2: I like John C. Maxwell.
3: I I I always send you like shit from him and shit.
2: I swore I had something by
3: him here. I just don't know where it is. It
0: might be. Yeah. It might
3: be in a box. Yeah. yeah. I actually have a, a bot, the USB talks that he has. Mm. And um, I'll make a copy and I'll send it to you guys. Yeah, oh, go awesome. for it, bro. Thank and and, yeah. the, and this guy fucking blew my mind. This is separate, but this guy right here. Ed Snowden. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I should look into him more, bro. He's such Yo. an interesting character. <laughs> Yo, this book is crazy
2: he's a motherfucker right
1: who yeah, is but... he I'm, i don't know actually he's
2: the whistleblower that oh. sold out to the russian government or something like that and like he had to flee the united states
3: this is just the this is just a portion of my shit bro but i like having physical copies yeah that always helps uh, maybe i'm too old for, like yeah, we had this
1: discussion yesterday? nah you're right bro. like <laughs> i
2: hate reading books off my phone bro like i can't stand it it's such an eyesore to like focus on those little words on a little screen, you know what I mean? Like,
3: I don't like it. The audiobook, I, like audiobook. I feel it takes away from the discipline of learning something.
1: You know that what's really too. funny? I I work a lot more better with audiobooks because I have a hard time reading.
3: Free.
1: Yeah, audiobooks work best for me, especially since I'm a commuter. Um, but what I do enjoy about the physical book is actually like hearing it and also going along with the the, the book, you know? And mm-hmm. so. I think everyone just has a different kind of, like, take on books nowadays, if anything. Um, but I really do appreciate, like, the options, you know? There's the so options they option. have in there? Yes. Yeah. So definitely we'll be listening to more audiobooks as of, you know, hopefully now, moving forward.
2: You know it's a really cool one to get into, Ro? Uh-huh.
1: What does it say? The Art of, the War. Art of War.
3: You know what? Oh, Somebody see. recommended that book, but I yeah. never got into it. It's such I don't a know why I had never downloaded that book.
2: Honestly, I'm I'm gonna like confess I haven't started reading it. Like my boy Champs <laughs> literally just asked me last night. He's like, "You're reading The Art of War?" Like, you know what I'm talking about? I was like, I know like excerpts that like I've read in quotes and like small like synopsis. Like, I don't know the book, so like I can't wait to get into it because this is actually a lot of business oriented people use this book because it's very like this one very too. um. Can't hurt me, David Goggins.
3: Yo, you Can don't you know about know David Goggins, bro? You got this guy. Yeah. Can't say,
2: um, but yeah. So this book, a lot of like business people refer to this book because it's very, very like set. Like it talks a lot about mindset and like winning.
3: So, oh, okay.
2: Yeah, you know I mean, I guess if this is what the winners are reading, then like I'm all for it. And this Again, was
3: recommended yes the day before yesterday by Stevan.
2: The Practice Shipping Creative Work by Seth Godin. Godin? Yeah. Godin. That's
3: dope. That sounds alright. What is that? What does that mean? Shipping creative what? He he sent it he said it's gonna help me um with like um the process of like taking uh, accountability and and shit like that. But Oh yeah. Honestly, accountability is another
2: really great thing. Like if you can be held accountable, if you can like really admit stuff and like take responsibility, like people can't hold shit against you. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Cuz you already know your fault. You already know where you fall short short. And you know what I mean like you own that shit. So nobody can criticize you, nobody can use it to bring you down because you already know, you know what I mean? Like if that's where you fall short
3: at or whatever. Criticism it's- how do you take criticism when it comes to you?
1: Um, to who? You me No, you no, crit- from
3: any from anybody. Okay. I take it well.
1: Um I'm working on it. <laughs> um I do feel like I do let my emotions get the best of me at times. You think? Or my pride? No, no, definitely. But it is something I am aware of and really try to not get like not get um, too caught up on it with, you know, letting my emotions get involved. And I'm not saying it's not okay to feel things or, you know, I think you're allowed to express emotions, but also not let them get in the way of, or I'm not really sure how to word this, but Mm -hmm. um, like, yeah, like I said, I'm just, I'm currently working on that because I know it can be hard. I can really get, can be very sensitive about criticism at times
2: yeah I mean it makes sense like doing what she does because it's like she puts her heart and soul into something so for somebody to criticize it it's like they're criticizing her
1: but you know in art school we did a lot of critiques and I saw a lot of different people take it differently you know what I mean I I've seen people cry I've seen people like throw tantrums like adult tantrums you know and some people just took it well and say okay thank you i appreciate your feedback you know and so i always I, i've had moments where i would i would accept their feedback and then go step my you know step out and like start crying you know and get over with them be like okay you know they said what they had to say but you know time to just move on you know use their feedback or not you know that was all up to me but it is important to really hear other people's perspective on things and um, either move forward with them or not. You know, that's all just up to you. But
2: yeah, taking criticism is a really hard, um, <clears throat> like, discipline to develop. Cause you know you you'll feel like you're being attacked or talked down on, blah blah blah. Right? You're being a little punk and sensitive. Uh, so it took me a while to learn how to take criticism well because I learned that like even if I think it's the best or I know it's the best and this person's criticizing it they're clearly seeing something different that i'm not so it's just learning for me like i mean like it's extra like criticism isn't offensive or anything it's just extra yeah you got what i'm saying the like, bad
3: criticism yeah, and the good criticism you know because there's both some because uh, the the good criticism okay they're criticizing but you already know these things yourself right and when they make them like <clears throat> Visible, you can say, um, you're you hold yourself accountable if you really look at it in a positive way and shit. You're like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. They, so everybody's seeing it, okay, all right, right, Because uh-huh. right. The more the you bad deny crit- it, like you're just kind of ignorant. And the bad criticism, the things that are not gonna be helpful, like in in your growth, then you just be like, okay, cool, thank you. That's it. Right. But don't don't feel bad about it. You know what I mean? Is that is that how you take criticism? Yeah, I, I don't take criticism. Well. You know, I have like my days and shit that when I hear something and I'm like, "All right, That's fuck true. you." Right? That's Not every true. day That's you're going to you're going to you're going to be like that guy that you want to be, you know, you're going to have your faults and shit. Um, but I could say 90% of the time I take criticism in a good light, even if it's bad criticism. Mm-hmm. I'll hear you out. I'll, I'll thank you. Because sometimes they they will tell you certain things, but sometimes it's a reflection of their own shit. Of their uh-huh. own bullshit, oh, my god. Right? You
1: have something to talk about.
3: Right? <laughs> It's a reflection of their own bullshit. I'm snappy. Like, that poetry slams.
1: That was some real shit, though. Right?
0: That that
2: resonates. That resonates really hard with me because, like, that shit is so true, bro. It's like I hate when I'm having a conversation, and the first two words are "Yeah, but." I hate. I fucking hate that shit, bro. You're not gonna be productive. You know what I mean? Like, you're literally just gonna contradict anything I said and put your own. Projections into it, you know what I mean? Like, when uh, we were at a family event, and this like guy who's uh the went butt. to school for architecture, oh, shit, the butt. and he didn't actually become a great architect,ure so he's doing something else. Yeah, but when he said architecture, I was like, yo, you know, I was actually thinking about studying architecture. And before I, he could let me get off that I want to study architecture so I could plan to like design or build my own house. He was just like, yeah, you know, it's not for everybody. Like, it doesn't work out. Oh, everybody. you know what I mean? I'm a just dig. like off rip is like you didn't even hear me out on my thoughts of architecture you know i mean like you just automatically think that i'm not qualified your for failure mind on oh i didn't make it as an architecture so i'm gonna tell this kid that it's really hard to make it as an architect like i don't want to make it as an architecture i don't want to make a career out of it i just want to have the knowledge of it so i can you know use it in other aspects of my life like fuck no i don't want to build skyscrapers and shit like that but if i know how you know what i mean like architecture works a little bit it'll put me that much closer Mm-hmm. to creating a dream home or whatever you know what i mean like or just helping me have a conversation bro i'm like a sponge yeah. i like just absorb information it's kind of crazy
1: no yeah that person screamed out prideful definitely Shit. like prideful and very close-minded because i also try to have a conversation with him about art and he's just like yeah but like i felt like my professors were just you know being racist towards me because they didn't like my work or this not that i'm just like bro like maybe your work actually sucked, you know, like, that's fine, you know. Um, but it was just really hard to have a conversation who just, with someone who's, like, that close-minded. For the
2: record, she didn't say it like that. I didn't
1: say it like that, okay? Because if head- she did, they probably
2: would have been a lot worse of a conversation. I would have really pissed them off. <laughs> in my
1: head, in my head, because I felt like, you know, as a, as a human who knows common sense, you know when to say things and when not to say things, you know what I mean? So... <laughs> I thought yep, of this yep, yep. Yep, yep,
3: yep, yep. <laughs> Yeah, I know how to stop myself. <laughs> exactly. I, I told you the other day, it was like, if you hear what my brain tells me, <laughs> I will not have friends, bro. <laughs> my I mean, brain tells me something, and it filters going down mm-hmm. the, the, the pipes. I mean,
0: but my brain for, is telling me yeah. something,
3: right? Yeah. And, and then I process that. And then sometimes it, it takes me a while to actually talk to a person. Mm-hmm. Or have a conversation sometimes I could sound like a robot and shit because I'm processing things in my brain, mm-hmm. things that I really want to say, but then I'm like, no, don't say that. That's not kind. And I and I over and sometimes I don't even say shit and I end up staying quiet.
1: Hey, it's common sense.
3: Sometimes the best
2: response is no response. Yeah, you. exactly. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you don't have to say anything. Like you just let people talk themselves into a hole. You know what I mean? Like. So many conversations, it's like, I, if I don't want to be anything like you, then there's no reason for me to listen to you. So when people get on that, like, yeah, but, and are looking more for like problems or like contradictions. rather when than When you like, said that, bro, it brought
3: so many conversations that I had with Justin, the but, yeah, but, because we were like, yeah, right. we were like going in on that shit. And it was back then, I mean, the um, it was back then with the, the George Floyd, oh, George Floyd, when George Floyd got killed. And um, yeah. hearing conversations from people saying, oh, yeah, he got killed, but he committed a crime. I was like, yo, yo, right. yo, yo, yo. <laughs> yeah. That but, you, you, right away, you're disqualified your whole conversation. Because mm-hmm. in your brain, you're justifying the kill by saying right. but, right? Take right. that away from that shit, dude. And mm-hmm. several conversations about shit like that that we, we – when you hear people and they use the but, that completely yeah. just fucking everything that you just said is just no well,
2: mamas you're good. you're gonna like this you're gonna love this actually um at my first real estate company the julio group right yeah um my first broker brian rainey he used to do like these uh role play like trainings where like you know like you would be the client i would be the agent yeah kind of thing so like um that's just one of many And I love that we're talking about this because it just brought me back to this. And I'm going to like, you know, work on putting this into everyday life. Um, The difference between saying yes, but, and yes, and, you know what what I mean? Like when you come off saying, yeah, but like, you already know, it's like, all right, this person's not going to agree with me. They're going to go off something else. You know what I mean? But if you say, yeah, yes, and it opens up like more of an agreement. Yes. You know what I mean? Because they're like, okay, he did say yes. And he's going to add something different to this. Not yes, but instead, X, Y, Z, etc., etc., blah blah blah, bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because that's where I get. It. That's what I get when people say, "Yeah, but." I'm like, nope bullshit.
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: People say like, "Yeah," and you know what I mean? I might be like, okay. It's just like how you. It's like how we're wired, bro. You know what I mean? Like, you just gotta switch your your frame of thinking. Just be that's mindful all.
1: of your yeah. word choices, if anything.
2: That too, and I think a big part of that comes from being like self aware and accountable. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain things I don't even bother saying out loud anymore because i know it comes from a place from me you know what i mean like it's not relevant it's just something that i have to say you know what i mean like so yeah yeah, like you said like sometimes it's not even worth the response it's just like okay cool
0: yeah yeah all right okay cool all
2: right you know know? just save your peace bro because like i hate one thing i hate is my words falling on deaf ears so the moment I rule you out as somebody who's not receptive and like you know what I mean like or you'd rather share like your own vanity rather than like the actual topic, it's like I check out, I mentally check out. There's no reason for me to talk to you. I won't have any interest in keeping a conversation. Like you know what I mean, like within the next ten seconds I'm gonna just be like, Yeah, all right, um, hey, be right back. Guilty. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like I do it, bro. Like, um, funny enough, when when we were at Selena's family's uh, her mom's basically for the whole holiday. Every single time we go in, they talk about kids and having kids and marriage. And, like, you know, what I mean, it's funny the first day because, like, I can crack jokes and be sarcastic, but after like the fourth it's time bringing it up, I'm like, you guys know this doesn't have to be a conversation every time. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of got the room a little quiet. You know what I mean? I felt a little bad, but I'm like, at the same time, like, these people aren't thinking with me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can tell them yeah. like, listen, I need to become successful or whatever. Get my income, get our own place, blah blah. blah. You know what I mean? They're gonna be like, yeah, but you know, your mom's getting older; she wants grandkids. I just like,
3: yeah, that's that's. Sounds said, yeah, about but, you. Like,
2: yeah, exactly. Like, so, it sounds about sounds, like, it sounds about you.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is me. So,
2: God damn it! That's kind of the thing. I just I I know like within like the first thirty seconds of a conversation, if you're somebody I'm interested in talking to, yeah, it just helps get stuff out of the way
1: you know if it's really important this is kind of like going into something else but i i've always kind of preached the idea that the the people around you say a lot about you and so you you have to kind of also be conscious
3: of
1: your circle Mm, and that's very important because there's people that i know that aren't where i'm at you know i'm at a level right now where i want to continue my artwork continue um just succeeding, you know, honestly. And I've seen a lot of people after college just like after college, that was that. That was that for them, you know. They don't do art anymore. They don't really have much going from themselves and I'm like, why would I want to hang out with someone that's like that, you know? So, um I always told Chris, I'm like, you know, your your apartment says a lot about you, you know, or where you live. Um whether you have like a clutter mess or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and your circle, of, your circle of friends, you know, like they just really reflect you. And so, as of lately, I've been a little bit more distant with certain people, and not because I don't care about them or anything, but it's just kind of like they don't, their, I guess, lifestyle doesn't really align to my lifestyle. And
3: but Selena, also, if like, yeah, if you have friends that. Are doing the same thing that they're doing last year, you shouldn't be around these friends anymore, because they're not pushing, and being around them will never push you. The power, no, no. the power of association determines your future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a gem right there. <laughs> it is no. It came, mean, it, 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 was... came, it came out. I didn't even mean it. Oh, right
2: for the snap of the snap for the snap of this we're going somewhere These things but, are new i know They're right,
3: right though, once the brain goes bro you know but isn't it true though the power association that me determines the future maybe i read it, it somewhere why why did it come net out worth, right Net
2: network network equals net worth but you know what i mean it's like yeah like if you hang out with like four successful people you're bound to become the fifth because that's all you hang out with Just like if you hang out with four bums, you're bound to become a bum because that's all they do. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only influence you're going to be around. Um, So, yeah, definitely being selective with the people that you keep around as well. And, you know, I've been telling people recently, like, yo, you can take it personal, but don't dare take this to heart. You know what I mean? Because this isn't anything at you. This is nothing. This is not a stab at you. It's not anything against you. Like, you know what I mean? I love you or whatever, but there's just things that I have to do that you don't fit in.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: And it's not like it hasn't been a long time coming. You know what I mean? Like I've been talking about certain things for a long time. And, you know, when, when it comes to like people in my circle, the one thing I can't stand is people that trust the results more than the process. Damn. I'm going to make that like my quote. People trust the results more than the process.
3: I should make the other one a quote too, huh?
2: You do it. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Why not? Yeah. Put it on it's... your screen. Say,
1: it's right? our
2: thoughts. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to just quote this, but like for real. You know what I mean? Because it's like. People that's are going to doubt bro. you. They're going to discourage you. They're going to let their own projections onto you to, you know what I mean? Make themselves feel better about being scared or being lazy, blah, 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 blah. Right. There's a quote that that's I crazy. have.
3: Sorry to stop yeah. you, but there's a quote that I have before I forget it that, I, that I, I don't think, and I don't think I have heard it from anybody, but um. I said it in Spanish. I said, uh, no te ahogues en un vaso de agua. Like, something small. Translation to
2: for the people who don't know Spanish?
3: Don't drown in a cup of water.
2: That's fire. I yeah. like that. I like
3: that. Because sometimes you could be overdramatic of something that is really small or you think you're worried about something that is not that big and shit. Well, nothing's big to be worried about, right? Big enough to worry about. Things mm-hmm. could like just align themselves in the future and shit for whatever it is, for whatever reason. Sometimes you need those things to... Those bump on the road, you know, those little bumps. You need those. The
0: obstacles. Yeah, always. The obstacles, mm-hmm. right? Always. For instance, yeah, also yeah.
3: the power association shit. Um, if I would have stuck with the same people that I was running, like, during my 20s and shit, I would be in prison. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I have uh, two homies that are in prison, Steve and fucking, uh, we used to call them white chocolate and shit. That fool, <laughs> that fool, uh, Steve, not, not him, is not white chocolate. That fool was Penguin. But he used to walk like a penguin and shit. He was very, from this gang cool. from right here close by is Monte Flores and shit. And he's in, he's in prison, and we used to kick it all the time, bro, running around, you know, doing our shit, whatever, doing drugs. Fucking him, my other homeboy Eduardo and shit, fucking, we call him big boy shit, that motherfucker was big, and he got into, like, heavy drugs and shit. We used to do drugs with each other, but I didn't get into the heavy drugs and shit. You know, the, yeah the jeringas uh so we didn't we,
2: e. oh, 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 oh um okay.
3: and i didn't get into that you know i left i left that that kind of like environment like like on time bro but i think mm-hmm. if i would have stuck around i would have been in the same boat right? right but i changed my whole circle bro like just like that and you were right too I was just like, dude, it was one day I was high as fuck, bro. I was coked the fuck out, and I was on the road. And I was on the road. I was on the, the 210. I think it was the 210, the freeway and shit. And I was going on the road and shit, and it was that bad that I was so fucking high. There was a cop that was next to me, and I did a line in front of the fucking cop. But the cop didn't see me. But the cop was next to me. That's yeah. how much I cared about my reality and shit, right? Wait, wait, and that, I did it. Much and you... when I turned, when I turned and I saw him, it was like, what the fuck? What, what am I doing, right? And I just started yeah. staring at the road. Just staring at the road, bro. And I just saw my mom. I saw the picture of my mom in my in like in my face, seeing me down with disappointment. The next day, I quit. That's pretty bad. And I never did yeah. it again. You know,
1: like I, went with I went through the withdrawals, of
3: course. I went through the withdrawals like a motherfucker, but I did it on my own. What was that? Your mother isn't with you anymore? No, she's with me. No, but I, I, I just saw her face. Okay. And it was right. just constantly in my face, like, going like this and looking at me and shit. Either way, powerful, powerful experience, yeah. And it was just it's like, well, and maybe nuts. I was high. I was high as fuck, and then that happened to me and i was just like yo i got to change my life i was like boom next day bro i was out yeah
1: it takes a lot honestly mm-hmm. and
3: but it, it you I know it like was a a, of... that that powerful thing of like just changing your association and shit if you want it you could do it
0: yeah
1: i think a lot of us kind of feel like we're not strong enough to do something like that or strong enough to make a change you know that and that goes back to like self-sabotage we feel like we can't do it you know we fill our heads with negative you know um negativity and doubtfulness you know sometimes we yeah. just do it to ourselves um it it but you know that i'm not sure what else to really say but um but that book
3: um, you know comes to that story effect, changing. i know right we, after that
2: story yeah. i'm like having my moment of silence like
3: shit. Uh, dramatic change stories for days son (laughs) stories for days
1: no but um i mean going back to like you mentioned your mother you know i thought about my own parents too you know they don't they're getting older i'm not really there and i keep saying i want to spend time with them but i haven't done so and you know just the idea that one day they're gonna be gone is enough for me to be i need to spend as much time as i can with them because Anything can really happen, you know, and I'm I don't want to be that person that's going to regret not being there for them, you know, regret that I didn't get the chance to spend time with them or, you know, build a relationship, you know, so we need to just wake up and be grateful for the things around us and Mm -hmm. move forward in life instead of dwelling in the past that no longer exists. You
2: know, you know, it's like the first sure. step is always the hardest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, yeah. if you keep contemplating your comfort zone, like stepping out of it. Like, oh, my God, this is going to be so crazy. Like, I've never lived without this before. Never done this. I mean, like, once you get that first step out of the way, the rest kind of like falls into place. You know what I mean, even like with us, with this podcast, you know I mean, like there's so much coming to fruition and aligning just through these conversations. Mm-hmm. That just like they ring bells. They like they spill truth and they just resonate. You know, I was telling I mean, part uh, of the influence that you need to have in your life.
3: I was telling Justin yesterday, I was like, this is what happened at, at the Capitol, bro. Seeing all these people doing these things, Ugh. a bunch of sheeps, right? i never want to be a sheep. Never. That's a bunch of sheeps, bro. Yeah. And they have no, and I, I feel bad for them because they just don't have a, they don't have a direction in life and shit, you know, it's like yeah. their surroundings are fucked up and. And the the thing, the things that they believe in is all fucked up, and it's just like I'm like when you see it, I, I I'm actually I, I take gratitude in fucking saying I was like yo dude I'm grateful for what what I am, right. Seeing those things really open your eyes and shit, and you're like yo this is this is fucked up, bro.
0: That's dude, a great point
2: because we've been talking like, a lot about like cutting out negativity, yeah. But gotta also remember to cut yourself a break and be proud of yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: I, I have yeah, a hard I mean, time no. doing that
2: sometimes. I don't I don't. We take... all do, man. We're our own worst critics, bro. You I have a mean? hard like... time
3: doing that. I have a hard time doing that. Uh, telling myself that up that I'm good enough on anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It I may... mean there's always room for
2: improvement, but you got to at least acknowledge the the positivity of it or the accomplishment
3: of it. You know what I mean, like. Yeah, I tell myself in the morning, "Hey, man, you're a sick ass vato." All right, cool. <laughs> And hey, then, um, you say that to yourself? yeah, I tell myself, but then I don't actually <laughs> believe it, <laughs> but I do tell myself, I was like, uh, because I, I told myself in the morning in the, in the mirror, you know, when I'm brushing my teeth, I was like, man, today's gonna be a good day, bro. T- I talked to myself mm-hmm. a little bit, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. today's gonna be a good day, bro. You got this today, Fuck everybody. And then it was, and then I tell myself, man, you're a sick ass moth All right, cool. And I go like that in the mirror. Like, pass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> People think I'm crazy. Really like, <laughs> you're you sick sound guy. like a movie character, it's, it's really good I said <laughs> those
1: mantras for yourself, you know? Yeah. Where you have to just talk to yourself and let yourself know and that. I said it kind of, of light, gonna...
3: too. I don't say sick-ass vato. I say with the, with the, with the vato act. You're a sick-ass vato. We all have our different versions
1: of that. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I would say we definitely all have our own version of that, for sure. Yeah. Um, like for me, I'm, when I, I'm, I feel like um, taking my dog, you know, like for walks, that really has been more of my way of like getting a chance to ground myself, but also like get the chance to like talk with myself in my head and okay. clear out my head at the same time. And so it's been kind of helpful taking these walks and just telling myself, you know what? The sun's out. I'm alive. I have my family around i have just be kind of grateful Mm -hmm. you know for the things around me and that's what kind of keeps me going honestly throughout my day and the little things what about you christian
2: yeah i mean it's it's the little things man like i was saying um before we went to your your powerful story about how you how you kind of kicked the circle like i mean like your bad circle out of your life it's like the way i see it is um we're all in the process, you know what I mean? But like, you have to start the process. If you never start the process, you'll never get the results.
0: Yeah.
2: Hence why what I was saying was like, people trust the results more than the process, you know? True. They want to wait until you make it to then be like, oh yeah. Like we want to make it too. And it's like, but there's a whole process that I went through. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even remember half the shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's just something that you got to go through. Yeah. Whether yeah, it's I mean, on that. your own, with your friends, family, like it's always better if there's somebody with you. But, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of how I look at it. You know what I mean? Like, when, I, when I'm when I'm feeling bad or I'm getting that harsh criticism or I'm getting grilled about something, yo, it was a crazy day yesterday. That's why I didn't respond. Like, I was so, <laughs> so much shit transpired that I was like, what the actual fuck? And I couldn't even focus. I didn't get to trade. Like, I was really down for, like, a good part of the day. But, you know what I mean? Like, again, I just had to remind myself, like, this is the process. Mm-hmm. And I even told Selena, I think in the morning, I was like, I don't want you to take this on because this is something that I chose and that I am willing to endure. You know what I mean? Like not everybody is, and I understand that. And that's exactly why I can't hang with everybody anymore as much as I may like them, love them, have memories with them, you know? So I yeah. guess that's, that's, kind of where I stand. You know what I mean? Like I'm still early in the process and you know, my patients can get the best of me and I feel down, blah, 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 blah. blah. But you know what I mean? I just gotta remember like, yo, I'm a badass motherfucker, bro. Like, I mean, like, I'm built for this shit. Not many people are. So, like, that right there is my own confidence. And with that, I'll go anywhere.
1: Yeah. Not only yeah. like that, I feel like it's also really good to kind of remind yourself why you're doing it. Oh. Like, remind yourself why you're going through the process.
2: Try to talk to the mic. What book is that? What book is it? <laughs> that, that's in a book.
1: <laughs> really? Find
2: your why. Which one is it?
1: Oh, we, um, is it in the Compound yeah, Effect? The compound Effect
2: book. that poor dad. Or go for no. Yeah?
1: Find your why is in the. Is uh, it in the. Yep, I actually wrote it down. Okay,
2: okay, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. That I just, I don't want to give too much away because there's so much like good stuff in that book. And, you know what I mean? Again, the book is The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy.
3: This one. It's, it's also in here.
2: Okay, so, all right, so yeah, the, the concept of finding your why is pretty universal if you read these like motivational, um, self-help, self-improvement, self-development, business, books. You know what I mean? Like, it's usually somewhere in there. Um, So, yeah, that might just be half the game, but...
1: And for a lot of people who, like, read um, motivational books or anything motivational, you have to really kind of be in that mindset to... Or be open to the idea of, like, changing your lifestyle, you know? Because I feel like a lot of people are just like, oh, you know, I was recommending this book. We'll see where it takes me. But it's not where it takes you it's how you take it you know Ooh,
3: there you go look at you bro oh we got the snappy snappers dog that was a good one
2: yeah.
1: no because i do believe a lot of us feel like we need like something is going to change us but it all starts with us yeah you know, within us and Wow.
3: Look at you putting value yeah, into people, you saw, bro. You scared yourself, <laughs> God right? damn. You scared
2: yourself with that, bro. She gave yeah. herself chills.
3: <laughs>
2: I'm over here patting the dog, like, oh,
3: yeah. And then I just stopped me in my tracks. I'm like, did you, you just say
0: that? That's yeah,
3: crazy. Sweating, That's what happens when a book uh, puts value into you and then yeah, you put value into I the people. I do not. Huh? This
1: book has really, it, it's, I don't know, like every day I was telling Chris, I'm like, this book has taught me, not taught me, but like reminded me of this, reminded me that I can do this, you know, because the book is not going to do it in itself. I'm going to do it. And so I've been trying to do better habits and Chris has been there and has been pushing me and letting me know, like, you know what? I'm proud of you. And I'm like, you know what? I'm proud of myself too, because I'm doing it, you know? Facts. So I really, admire this book honestly
2: and not to mention i have horrible habits that selena always picks on me about
1: and well, i used to Spikes be really i used
2: thing. to be really upset about them but now i'm just kind of like it makes sense <laughs> i mean like i have really shitty habits sometimes like
1: but we're a team you know you
2: gotta go team Woo! best team i've ever been on in one of my life <laughs> oh, so much teamwork bro
3: <laughs> yo yo yeah, that was some good gems, bro. That was some yeah. good. shit. Wow. That was some good. Shit. We had that was a journey. That was a good journey, bro. I'm telling you, that was podcast. I feel like is my brain got like a little bigger.
2: <laughs> you know, when they say that, you know, when they say like once the brain expands, it never goes back to normal.
3: Oh, yeah, that's true. Did
2: you, did you ever hear that? Like, the more you learn, like, the bigger. I mean, you know, obviously, it doesn't get bigger but it's like the more it
3: expands trying to say i'm smart the
2: <laughs> more your mind expands well you know because it's sounded sort of weird i was gonna say i was gonna say the bigger your brain gets and i was like well technically your brain doesn't get bigger so the more your mind expands like it never shrinks back like so once you learn that one plus one is two two times two is four four times whatever yeah. is whatever. You know what i mean like once you get past that like you'll never be able to think like less than that so, I mean, like, that's kind of what I feel like this podcast, this episode of of your podcast. You
1: Our, because it's all, it's, 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 it's the people's, you know, is the people's podcast. It's a collective. It's a, yes.
2: it's a very good collective. And I definitely feel like my brain, my, well, can't even English. Anyways, so I do feel Spanish. like my brain expanded, you know, slightly today. And that's awesome. Yeah. I it's mean, been a good Saturday.
1: It is. Actually, we were just talking about this before we started the podcast. I'm like, this has been such a great Saturday. You know, um, instead of going out for breakfast, we made breakfast here at home mm. and then we went out to um I was telling Christian um there's like a business proposal that I wanna like follow through with. Mm-hmm. Um use and I was telling him I really want to use the resources resources around me to actually succeed, to help me succeed, right? Mm-hmm. With I with what I wanna do. And it was such a very interactive conversation I had with Christian this morning. We didn't, we normally sometimes we'll watch a movie or a show while we eat breakfast, but this time as of lately, we've been just kind of like talking about our ideas and what we want to do. And it's just been so, I felt like we've been bonding a lot more as of lately. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And then we, you know, we did, we, we did stuff together this morning. We did errands, you know, and through that Christian was able to connect with somebody who has the same interests, and so, it was such a great morning. I would say overall. it was actually
2: pretty cool. I actually got put in the hot seat. Oh like, shit! Sure. I don't know if I told you, this guy drives like a brand new like Aston Martin Vantage. And you know, when Selena was like, "Oh yeah, I know that guy. Like that's him right there." I was like, "Damn! Like I don't want to be a groupie and not that," But I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. Like, Let me just go for it." I was like, "Is that your Aston?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah." I'm like, "Can I take a picture? Of, like, you mind if I take pictures of you?" He's like, "Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna send you the pictures by the way, if you don't see it yeah. already." But yeah i mean like so i thought he was gonna like tell me all this cool stuff about like you know what i mean and it turns out he's just a guy that has you know i mean the means to have a nice car and so he chooses to drive a nice car like he's not like super well from what i gathered he wasn't super into cars like i am so it was kind of cool because i went to that conversation expecting one thing and it ended up reversing back to me and he's like oh you're really into cars and i was like yeah, I dabble. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but do you, I meant to ask you, do you have a morning routine? Uh, Yeah, actually, uh, Monday through Friday, I have one. Nice. Uh, I wake up super early before work, and then I fucking- What's well, super
2: early? Like, uh, like an hour and a
3: half before work, even though I'm 15 minutes away.
2: No, I mean, like what, like, like 5 a.m.? Oh, 6 a. M. Uh,
3: right now I'm waking up at 5, but I <sighs> go in at 7. Oh. <sighs> And when I yeah, and when yeah, I work sure. when I work at six, I wake up at four.
2: Oh my God, you guys are fucking monsters for that, yo. But you know right? what?
3: Have- it, it feels beautiful. So, I, mm-hmm. I wake up right. It hurts a little bit when you when the alarm goes on. I'll agree. But then you mm. get yourself out of bed real quick. Once you're up, you're up. You're up, you're up. And then I go and turn on the coffee machine because it's already prepped from the day before. And then I put my clothes on. After I shower and woo woo, and fucking sit down, bro, and I just stare at the wall for a couple like minutes and shit, and think about the day, thinking about what happened yesterday. Oh, word. Oh, okay. Can you pick that up? Sound? <laughs> I'm
2: writing ready, it ready down. I'm writing it down. I'm oh, really? Notes.
3: No, I do. I do start at the wall for I, like a fucking crazy man. Um, I do start at the wall and fucking think about the day. And think about the mistakes that I did the day before. Yeah, it's like oh, yesterday I was I was fucked up with this. Maybe I can do this today. It could be even about working shit. Sometimes oh yeah, yesterday I fucked up that shit. Maybe today I can do this. But I think about things and shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then um, yeah, I'll put a a podcast that's you know that has value and shit, or songs Mm -hmm. that are gonna make me feel good. It depends. That it could be a different thing for every day. You know, and. Just think about my affirmations for the day, and then uh, uh, my blessings, bro. So you wake
2: up early. You already have your coffee prepped the night before, which, by the way, that's one of the notes I took away from that. Oh, definitely. Um, oh, okay. And then that,
0: that, that way a you little bit spell. of
2: self-reflection. Clack.
3: Turn it on. Right. Yeah. Self-reflection.
2: A little bit of self-reflection.
3: Do you eat? Uh, sometimes, not all the time. Sometimes a, uh, a, okay. ba- a quick bag and shit, like, to, to go. And then she's eating in the got car you, on you, the way you. to work and shit. But you know what? Yeah. If, when you're rushing into things or uh, you wake up, when you wake up just on time to do something, you're already worse. fucked your whole day up. Because That's your mind is not in the right place. You're always thinking, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm late to this. I need to go to do this. And you're not at the you, – you're, yeah. you're not living – at the moment you're just living at the pace of you're not even depression. focusing
2: on waking up so
3: that's <laughs> the, the success of that day could fail just because of yeah. that um laziness of not, not waking up on time or giving yourself time to do things yeah the you know start I mean?
2: to your day is is very important you know i mean like especially in relation to the compound effect it's like just a little morning routine you mm-hmm. know what i mean like it doesn't have to be crazy like you don't have to get up and start doing jumping jacks or like you know what i mean like Just a little soft morning routine. You know what I mean? Like, just drag yourself to the bathroom. Just splash a little bit of water on your face. Drink some water something like that. You know what I mean? Like, that first, like, little five-minute routine. You know what I mean? Like, that right there, you'll start feeling a difference. I was telling Selena, like, I'm horrible with sleep schedules. I go to sleep at 3 in the morning. Sometimes I wake up at 10.30. Sometimes I wake up at 7. Sometimes I wake up at – I stop waking up midday most times now. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I sleep in. Um, okay so you know what I mean but I was saying like once I'm up I'm up
3: but once you create that routine it will create better things and align things better for you agreed because when you you create discipline right you have to create a certain discipline like you know structure if you don't have structure there's no balance Mm
1: -hmm.
3: true oh I should do that myself I'll give you that I'll
1: give you that no yeah I totally agree (laughs) I used to wake up maybe like 15 minutes before I had to leave the house to go to work. And True. it was the worst because then I would come home like anxious and I'm like, Oh my God, I got to do this. I didn't do this in the morning. So I got to do this now. So now instead of waking up 15 minutes, I wake about, I wake up maybe like 45 minutes before I have to leave. And that in itself already helps. I get the chance to take a shower, which helps me wake up, you know, and I get the chance to, um, You know what, my,
3: I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you know what uh-huh. my goal is? is to learn how to play a whole song with this little bad boy right here. You know? I gotta play a whole you know song. I've been practicing. You know how to play? Or are you just I'm practicing. Starting? I'm just start- Well, I've been having it for a while. Can I practice from here and there? But now I want to actually okay. do a whole song and shit without, like, not actually fucking stopping and be like, eh, eh. You know, right. I actually want to play a whole song. What are you saying? I'm sorry. What
1: were oh you no, no, I'm just saying like just like just um giving yourself that kind of time, or you know, and it's and it's hard to wake up honestly. I don't get me wrong. Like I still have a hard time waking up.
0: Yeah.
1: But having that extra time has really set my day already. Mm-hmm. You know, set my morning. I come home now. Like my routine now is when I, like I go to work for a, I'm a nanny, so I, I get the boys ready and do what i have to do and then i come back home for like an hour and a half and i'm like okay for this one hour one hour and a half that's my bonding time with christian in the morning where we but we where we make breakfast or eat breakfast together and really talk about you know our you know what we expect for the day or what our plans are and then i go back to work and, and you know do my job and then when i come back home i still have you know a couple of things i want to do which is like and, like, little things. Like, I've been doing yoga, actually, each day for 10 minutes. That's
2: wonderful. And, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I, I feel good just watching her do it. I'm like, that looks so relaxing and so it much is. fun. It is.
1: I feel so good. Um, I do it in the morning and sometimes at night. depending on, like, my day, honestly, because sometimes I don't have the chance in the morning. Um, and that's my fault, in a way, because I don't make that kind of time. You have to make time. I feel like everyone can always make time. I hate the excuse that I never have time. Oh yeah, that's a bad and that's one. total bullshit because you could always make time. You just have to find it, you know? Like there's people who will watch a whole series straight on and complain that they don't have enough time. Like there, you had you you had the time to watch a series, so you have the time just ten minutes out of your day to just do something for yourself. And so, you know, and there's moments where I've been I've I've I wanted to just go to sleep and not do my ten minutes of yoga. And I remember Chris literally being on my ass about it. Like, Hey, you should do it. You have the time now. So go do it. And I'm like, okay, fine. And I feel good afterwards. And I'm just like, you see, you just have to like, you need that kind of push that, um, from yourself to just do it and not think about how you don't want to do it in the moment. You just have to push through. And so I made a morning routine and I made a night routine in my notebook and it's hard. I'm not gonna lie. There's hard. There's moments where I want to just not do it, but don't. I remind myself why I'm doing it, and that gets me through. So, mm. one, thing
3: that, um, one thing that one thing that I'm gonna give you credit for that you said uh, before that conversation that you feel like you have a better bond with him because of the changes that you have done. Mm-hmm. That's that's a, a powerful thing to say because people always try to change the other person instead instead of changing themselves true right people try Mm -hmm. so hard um, certain relationships don't work out because you try to change that person but the person you should be changing is yourself and that person will go along with your change by seeing those dramatic positive changes right I'm, I'm,
2: I'm going to
3: give myself another one of those. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Are we in church, bro? Is this church? Sunday or something? Yeah. Jeez, pastor? us. Yeah. But I wanted to give you credit for that uh, statement that you made because not a lot of females will say that. that and don't get
1: me wrong. I Because was a lot of always, females
3: will try to change their relationship with their partner
1: uh-huh.
3: by trying to changing them instead of changing themselves in a positive way.
1: I am definitely guilty of that. I I have had moments like that with Christian, and I I was just like, okay, it's not me, it has to be him. But yeah. I realized through my changes has inspired him in some way as well, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I'm now thinking or doing for myself.
3: He is motivated by seeing your changes. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, wow. You know, instead of complaining, I should just do and I'm pretty sure that's gonna influence him as well, you know, and it yeah. has. And Maybe it by ha-
3: him seeing your yoga in the morning, um, oh, one day he would do it with you or do some other exercise on the side that would work that? for him. Right? Did you miss that? Yeah, the- <laughs> <laughs> I was
2: like, Yeah, you don't be watching that. <laughs> nah, I'm like, I'm you know, honestly, I would like to challenge the listeners to be honest, you know, um, like if you don't already have a morning routine, just make a small one for yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just make a small one for yourself. And like, whether you share it with, you know, Danielle, myself or Selena or not, um, you're going to feel the change guaranteed and you're going to feel a lot better. And you're going to feel like your life improved because, you know what i mean the better mood you start your day in the more confident you are to take on stuff you know what i mean like you'll be oh, more yes. you'll be more adept to like taking on the challenge of the day whereas if you wake up late in a rush you probably think like okay i can do this later oh man i'm late to this so i have to do this now You know, what i mean like
3: yeah but that's that's, I mean, that's pretty that's much all well, i got right now yeah and the, the and i advice that i can tell people like you said as well um Make those small changes, and stop making start making a list of things that you, the bad ones and the good ones, the things that you want to change, and the things that you, mm-hmm. the things that you see in your future uh, having, you know those 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 changes and um, the little small ones. Make just one per week, you know, mm-hmm. just make one change. Don't spend five dollars on something well, that you usually spend on, or four,
0: yes, ten, yes.
3: or whatever it is. Just one mm-hmm. small change. And
2: remember, excuses are like assholes. You know why? <laughs> they stink. <Yeah.
3: laughs> like, homegirl, no, home, like homegirl. That was like, funny, like, but no. Like, everybody <laughs> has one. And <laughs> I, I just like. I was gonna go back I to the to joke. To... I was like, like homegirl with the titty and shit. Like, Not, no, but did you catch it though? Yeah. Excuses are
2: like assholes because everybody has them. Yep. Boom. A a you're not special because you lie to yourself. Jam. You like just because you trick and self sabotage yourself doesn't mean you're getting anywhere or making life better. Just means you're making excuses. And we're all guilty of them.
1: And I have one thing to mention. Um, for it. write things down, guys. I feel like as a visual person that I am, writing something down has been a better way to like remind myself and really kinda go back and look at like what I'm trying to get at, you know. So, definitely, uh, definitely. I um, uh, I definitely feel like people should purchase a notebook, a journal. Carry it, it can be any size, small or big, whatever you're comfortable with, and just carry it with you, you know, and really jot okay. down whatever's on your mind. So that's my input, my last input of anything.
3: Wow, good you, but that was <gasps> a great episode, asked. guys. <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh my god, I felt really, yeah, this has been a really great episode, honestly. That
3: was an hour and a half of talk.
1: An we're hour and a half? Air? Yeah, we're still on air. I think we're gonna, it's gonna be time to just wrap it up.
3: When you start hearing but, this, is, I'm telling you to wrap it up, son. Ah! Oh, we okay. got.
1: Okay, well,
4: leave.
3: okay. What <laughs> did you know, think um, of the song I said? Did you just sing let see. Let's see what you got, son. You're
4: fucking with the highest, my nigga. Trying to fuck with the
2: giants, my I'm going to wrap it up like a Christmas
3: gift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm calling, I'm calling.
0: Uh, Where's I'm the song? You didn't send me a song, bro. Which one? Uh,
3: oh, the Wu-Tang? The yeah. That's a classic right there. That's why you better move tight
4: with your click. Niggas be thirsty and quick. Just to be gone into the night with your shit. Come on.
3: Oh, that's okay,
1: a thank classic. you guys. No, I'm kidding. Huh? what you no, say? No, 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 Did nothing. you stop recording? No, not yet. No. no, so, no so but we'll start exiting out. Well, thank you guys for listening to us. You know, we really um, appreciate you guys. And this was a great episode, honestly. I felt really yeah, moved good. by it. And it I really good. hope our listeners also feel moved by it. And if any of you guys want to share your perspective on things or maybe your goals or um whatever your small choices or whatever it is reach us out you know we're all on instagram and um i'll definitely leave our igs what's on your instagram name um, what
2: what's your instagram name
1: my instagram name is Rocketship underscore all lowercase hit me up guys i'm down to talk and i mean if i leave you on read or red, whatever don't mind me um i'm working on it but hit us up what about you Danielle? what's your ig
3: I have no fucking idea. I'm looking at it right
1: now. Okay, I'm gonna do it for him. I got <laughs> I it. Care.
3: It's right, it's Mr. Daniel underscore H. I knew you uh, were gonna ask, so I went to my Instagram to go look. I'm like, I don't
2: know. Yeah, I literally should. just pulled it up myself. <laughs> I don't Christian know my own what shit.
3: What's your question? Uh, my
2: Instagram name is Piece of Grind. Piece of Grind underscore three nine four. Yo, that's a sick <clears> Keep in ass, mind man. that I made this. I made this username like years ago, so it's actually. Actually, P-I-E, not P-E-I. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know. You know, I'm just going to change it. Either way, piece <laughs> of grind. If you can't find me through my tag, just look me up on Danielle or Selena's follower list, and I'll be there somewhere. Piece of grind. Look at you, bro.
3: God damn. That's a, that, you you know it? what? I get it. I get
2: it. I thought it was really clever when yeah, I first I thought of it, it like, years it. ago. Then I realized I spelled it wrong, <laughs> and it's been wrong for, like, seven years.
1: Not seven years. It's been, like, it's been like two... Uh,
2: uh, and nah, it might have been like three, four, maybe.
1: No, you had something else before that. It wasn't piece of ground, piece of mind, was it?
2: No, it's always been piece of grind.
1: No, you changed it. You made a change no. not that long ago, and I'm like, that's cheesy or something like that. But whatever. The point is, hit us up, guys. We are down to hear you guys. And, and
3: maybe on Wednesday you will see a, a, a new logo, maybe.
1: Oh yes, we're still in the works on the logo, guys. It's still under construction. Um. But yeah, um, I do have an Instagram for the podcast, but it's not going to air out till we have our logo. So once I have the logo out, I will share that podcast so you guys can just reach us at um, that podcast. But thank you again. Thank you guys for being here, you know, and taking the time to really talk about this book. And yeah, that's my, that's it for me.
3: All right, guys, we'll check you on the next one. Thanks for having me, you guys. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Chris. Peace. I-